0: what up nurse gang your girl APRN beauty has finally arrived to the podcast cookout and there is no turning back now take this journey with me of connection advocacy and empowerment from deeper talks on the latest nursing in the news segments you're used to on tiktok to amazing guests sharing their stories and experiences of struggle and achievement in nursing listen we are in this to have fun we are in this to support one another, because at the end of the day, we are in this together. Let's go. What up? What up, nurse gang? We are here with another episode of the "We Are In This Together" podcast. Today, I have attorney Zazer, but we're, I'm going to call him Joe today. He said I can I can call him Joe please, without the permission. Please, please. <laughs> so I'm going to call him Joe today, just for podcast purposes. But he's attorney Zarzar. So. Attorneys are, so before we get into how I have you as a guest on my podcast, let's get into where you practice law, where you're from, etc. All
1: right. I, I, I'm split between Pensacola and Miami, Florida. I have offices in both places, uh, but uh, the case I think we're talking about is was based up in the panhandle, but it related to a company that's actually based in Miami. So it's pretty much Florida is where I practice. How about that?
0: okay he practices out of florida now so when people see this podcast and see the video they're gonna recognize you as you know going viral with nurses because you had a case that you were um you know you were the lawyer on and nurses got a hold of it because you kind of said in the case you know this is against a nurse so Nurses started flooding your posts. <laughs> so right, what was yeah. going what was going through your mind when all these nurses started flooding your TikTok? What were you
1: thinking? I didn't. I wasn't looking at TikTok because it was in the middle of the trial. So, but my social media people were telling me that these nurses are upset, um, and uh, and so it was it was surprised me because even though the case is against a nurse, I mean, I thought most nurses knew that when you have a case against a nurse. whoever the provider is, is usually the one that's fitting the bill for the nurse, right? So if it's a, if it's a healthcare facility, if it's a, if it's a healthcare business that is employing a nurse, that the, the, the the money uh, behind the nurse is usually the healthcare facility or the healthcare uh, organization. So it's never, the money is never about the nurse. The nurse is usually the the actor, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. He or she, and that's where the negligence is, but they're not the ones that are the target of the money damages. Okay,
0: so the target of the money damages will be the providers. So I was tagged in your video, and so I went and looked, and then I said, well, you know, I saw your TikToks and what you were saying, and then I, I went a step further. I said, well, let me see what he does. Totally, so I was looking at everything and then I said well everyone's attacking because i seen the nurses attacking you and I knew that was going to come I said well how can we talk to him and see how we can protect ourselves as nurses so we're not sitting across from him you know being in a trial or whatever the case may be so that was where my mind was going what do you usually see nurses getting hit with medical negligence for
1: that's a great question first of all you know the 95% Ninety-five percent of all healthcare practitioners are are doing a great job, and they're not committing malpractice. And I come from a, a family of physicians and nurses myself, so I'm aware. Okay, that there is, I'm not one of those people that have has blinders on and thinks everybody's committing malpractice. Okay, yes. it's a small <laughs> small minority of people, right? And so that. But, you know, to be cautious, and you should be, you should always make sure that whoever you're working for as a nurse has a policy that will cover you in the event that there is something that happens that is on your watch, right? So the thing to do is, as a nurse, is to make sure when you meet with your employer, either annually or whatever, you say, just curious, if something were to happen on my watch, in my line and scope of work, would I be covered under this facility or this business's insurance policy? Would, would the insurance policy that you have actually pay for my lawyer? Would the insurance po- policy pay for any judgment against me? Those are the questions that you want to ask. And more times than not, unless it's some shady facility, the answer is going to be yes, that policy is written to cover you.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So and versus. Nurses- and- you're not going. And, you're not going down.
1: <laughs> that's right. And 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 if they were to say no, I'd be really concerned about where you're working because that means that they don't. They're not looking to take care of you. They're only worried about themselves. But the law everywhere, every state, basically says if a employee is in the line and scope. This goes for law firms, hospitals, whatever. If an employee is you're a production company, if an employee is in the line and scope of their work and they commit negligence, you can impute that negligence to the principal, to the employer across the board. And that doesn't stop just because it's a, a, a healthcare facility or healthcare organization that stays the same. So you walk into your doctor's office or your dental office or wherever, and the hygienist, uh, this is not a good example because most of the things that they can do are not really life-threatening but if, if whatever doctor you go to if they commit malpractice and it's a medical tech or a nurse or whoever that facility is employing that person and if they were in the line and scope of their work it's a covered situation
0: so it's a covered situation so now joe if a nurse was in a situation where she wasn't covered right and she's sitting across from you and you get a big judgment against her Right, she's negligent. How we're not going to get there.
1: We're not going to say- get there. You're never well, going to get there. You're never practically speaking. It's not going to. Nobody, no lawyer is going to spend. I mean, because these cases cost between one hundred and fifty and four hundred thousand dollars to bring. Wow. In order for us to invest that kind of money into a malpractice case, we have to know that the pocket on the other side of this is going to pay if and when we get a judgment. And so, if we have any doubt about that, there ain't no case. I mean, it, it's turned down. So, uh, this is at the end of the day, we're trying to make uh, make up for somebody's loss. Yeah. And if there is no money ultimately to get, nobody's going to invest three or four hundred thousand dollars into something and just hope that it gets paid. That ain't how it works. So
0: it's not yeah. even it's not even going to go there. Now, have you ever seen cases where? Uh, nurses end up losing their licenses to practice based on something they did and were sued for in a negligence suit? Do you go after licenses or you're strictly just dealing with monetary damages? So that's a really good
1: question. Um, you, You might be surprised to know that both with doctors and nurses and any healthcare provider that has a license, the administrative process that's associated with keeping your license is completely separate from the civil justice system. So there is is no correlation. There's no relationship. um, And we typically don't work on those cases because obviously we're doing contingency fee work. And if there's not the ability to collect a money judgment, then we don't get paid. So somebody that would go after a nurse's license would typically be a claimant uh, themselves and what they would do is file an administrative complaint with the Department of Health in Florida. It's the uh, uh, Department of Health. I'm not sure what it is in other states, but in Florida, would be the Agency for Healthcare Administration, which is our Department of Health. Mm-hmm. And they would file a complaint online, and then the, the Agency for Healthcare Administration would do an investigation. Mm-hmm. If they think there's probable cause or cause for any kind of invest further uh, look, they will actually have one of their investigators. Pull the medical records, talk to the people, talk to the witnesses, and then they will have a hearing. And if there is an administrative action, they will file an administrative action against the practitioner. The practitioner then has a hearing where they can bring a lawyer to defend them. And then there's a determination by the healthcare uh, agency whether there was uh, negligence. And the penalties, though, are, are, are pretty lax. So oh. let, me give, let, let me give you a for instance, as a physician, you can cut off the wrong leg, right? Yeah. And still practice medicine. Uh, wow. Yeah, you have to basically intentionally kill somebody uh, or have sex with somebody. Uh, that'll, that'll, you'll lose your license if you have sex with somebody or you kill somebody purpose, on, uh, intentionally. Other than that, you're not going to lose your license in most states, you're going to get some CME requirements you're going to get some dings on your record so to speak but you're not going to lose your license
0: you're not going to lose your license so see nurse gang nope. you, heard, you heard it here now you can stay out of attorney joe's comments he's not seeing them anyway because he has a whole That's team right. Right, right. <laughs> but i mean i you know i didn't know you had a team at the time and i just thought i'm like so Attorney Joe is on trial, and there's thousands of nurses in his comments. Yours, come back! You're coming after nurses. I said, "Well, we got, we have to slow this down." So I was just kind of in their comment, and I was like, "Well." You know, it's like, well, Attorney Joe got on a fly suit today just trying to deflect because I, I realized you were getting attacked. And I think it's because nurses right now we're, we're just so burnt out. Nurses are stressed out and they feel like the whole world is against us, right? So seeing that on TikTok, we're like, wow, now lawyers are coming right after nurses. Where's the hospital protecting? But now we have the truth that, you yeah. know, the hospitals are like nurses are not getting sued personally. You know, the lawyers are not personally going after your license and nurses have to do their due diligence and work for good organizations that are going to protect them right in case that they make a mistake
1: yeah and and keep in mind now every case that we take there's 30 that we turn down right so Mm -hmm. i'm just telling you this doesn't happen often because it basically has to be a perfect storm you have to have so many different things that go wrong right and you it's not enough to be negligent right Mm -hmm. as in florida you got to prove negligence Mm -hmm. Which is failure to use reasonable care. You have to prove that the negligence caused the injury or death.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then you have to have catastrophic injury or death. If you don't have all those things connected, then you don't have a case. So, you know, there's only so many things a nurse can do or not do that would cause, without intervention, catastrophic injury or death immediately. Right. So most things that that ner- a practitioner, doctors and nurses do, if they're in the hospital, they can be undone, right? They can be yeah. they can be addressed, they can be fixed, you yeah. know? And and so for for the tiny percent of cases where you've got somebody that makes a bad mistake and there's no fixing it, there's no coming back, those nurses, if they're worth their while, are like I'm sorry, this happened. Like, this is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. This has never happened to me, but this happened and I I feel horrible about it. Yeah. (laughs) You know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I want to make sure it doesn't happen again. Now, what I found interesting, because like I watched every TikTok that you have and what I found interesting about the case that you were getting all the flack from the nurses from, you had the, you were like, I don't know if you were in your office, but you had the whole saline like the pump the IV pump that she had you had the parts now you're a lawyer right you're not a medical professional so how do you pick apart these cases and you know okay well this went wrong here or they didn't like do you have nurses that work on your team with you do you have physicians that you consult with to say where where was the negligence at here how do you how do you know because you were doing you were doing pretty good with that machine (laughs)
1: You you know what you you I can tell you do this uh, often because you ask some really good questions. Um, I have a full time internal medicine physician on staff. Okay, okay. Yeah, and he's he's one of the brightest guys I've ever met in my life. I mean, not only is does he have a medical degree, but he is just he's tight. I'm just telling you, I can call, I can ask him any question, and within minutes he's sending me journal articles on this, and he's just bright, oh, and so. That. Yeah, he went on, he, he got online and found all this stuff. Some of it came from eBay, some of it came from wherever. And next thing I know, I got a full, basically, a ICU room, you know, in one of our <laughs> conference rooms set up with all the right pharmacist pharmacy stuff and all the IVs are hooked up. And, you know, he he basically ran me through all that stuff. He ran you
0: through. I was like, wow. I said, look at the attorney go. Now, when you're prepping for a trial, you said that, Um, So basically, it takes you a a year, maybe two before you actually get into court when you're doing one of these medical cases. Right. It's not like overnight thing. How long do you prep when, when, when it's go time and it's time for you to go on trial? How long do you prep for these
1: cases? Yeah, that's a good question, too. Civil cases evolve because what you're doing all along in a civil case is you're doing what's called discovery, where you're trying to get information from the other side. And part of discovery involves taking sworn depositions. Mm -hmm. Taking a sworn deposition can be used in court. So uh, everybody's seen deposition testimony on TV or whatever. You mean some people have seen maybe recently there has been some cases in the news about depositions and whatever. But deposition testimony is admissible in Florida, just like you're on the witness stand. So Mm -hmm. part of what we're doing in discovery over the three or four years it takes to work a case up is we're getting little bits and pieces of testimony that we're gonna ultimately use in the trial. So wow. we're actually preparing the tri- preparing presentation of the trial during the, the discovery phase of the case. But it takes three or four weeks to actually get all that together before trial and make sure you have everything as tight as it can be, because it is a presentation to the jury.
0: It is a presentation. Now, when it's go time, um attorney uh Joe and you go inside and you're in front of the jury and do you ever get do you ever get cold feet do you ever get nervous do you ever get like scared or are you like I'm confident in this I'm wanna you you are a, a top lawyer because I did look at your Google reviews. Yeah and that's what I was like oh there's this is a top lawyer. He got all good reviews. Do you ever yeah. get, do you ever get nervous? Do you ever get like oh you know scared?
1: Well, yes it, anybody that says they don't get nervous is great. But but what what you do with those nerves is i think is the difference right like yeah. some people take those nerves and like discombobulate other people take those nerves and are like this feels good right yeah. this like a it's like a high almost yeah. It's it's a rush of dopamine or something that's like okay i can ride this yeah. and so it's almost like you're surfing and i get up and i'm like i'm nervous but i'm a, excuse me i'm a nervous wreck but yeah. this feels great talking to people so you know, it's what I like to do. So it works out for me.
0: So it works out for you now. Yeah. Um, so I just want to thank you for coming on my podcast. I know you're super busy. I really appreciate you coming because on Instagram, right. Cause I posted your, I posted the video of you on Instagram as well. And that's where all the nurses were like, they're more, TikTok is more aggressive, right? The nurses on Instagram are more like chill and they're like, We need to talk to him. He needs to be on your podcast because we need to see what he's saying. We don't want to be in trouble. We're afraid. I can't lose my life. So I said, I'm definitely going to see. I said, I'm going to shoot my shot and I'm going to see if I can get him on my podcast. They really wanted to hear what you had to say. So I'm really excited for when the the episode comes out and they see your face because they're going to know like, oh, he's really on there. And I appreciate you for coming on today.
1: And I think it's important for me to say that I couldn't respond to them and I really can't respond to them directly about that case because right before closing arguments, we there was a settlement and the client agreed to have those terms and uh, confidential. So um, unfortunately, the settlement of that particular case is confidential. But generically speaking, all these concepts that we're talking about are they they apply across the board whether you're talking about the verdict i got uh the 16 million dollar verdict i got against a healthcare practitioner two months ago uh or three months ago now or any other case that i've gotten verdicts in you've got to apply the same principles to those if a nurse works for for a facility or a doctor works for a facility or tech works for a facility the facility is going to uh, take care of any liability they have as long as they have an insurance policy. And so at the end of the day, that's what nurses need to understand. If they're in the line and scope of their work, they should Mm -hmm. be asking their employer, if if somebody were to fashion some case against me, would I be covered? And that's the question they should ask, so.
0: Do you think nurses should have their own personal insurance policies to cover their licenses?
1: Only if the, the facility where they work says They don't have coverage for them or they have a small amount. And I'm in Miami right now, and Miami's big on plastic surgery claims, okay? Mm -hmm. And what what they do is they go bare because in Florida, a medical doctor can go bare, no insurance, as long as they have no hospital affiliations. Oh, wow. And so they do that, and they're self-insured up to 250 is all they need to say. We're self-insured up to 250, but they don't have to have any policy for any of their staff, any of their nurses. So they're doing, you know, uh, Brazilian butt lifts and all that stuff down here, like like it's almost like a drive-through situation. Yeah. And and people are getting hurt left and right, left and right. But there is, I mean, what are you going to do about it? I mean, there's no insurance policy to get the, the the you can go after the practitioner, but he's got everything in his wife's or she's got everything in there. Husband's name, whatever, wherever the case may be, they they have set up their estate so that if you sued them, you would not be able to collect anything. So, yes, if you, if I was a nurse working for one of those places, and I went to my uh, principal, whoever it was, he or she, and I said, "Doc, if I get sued, are you going to have a policy that covers me? And can I see it?"
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's key, right? Can I see it? And can I see it every year, my annual review, because I want to make sure you're doing it every year. Um, I want to see if it covers me. Yes. And if the answer is no, you need to work somewhere else or get your own (laughs) policy. Work somewhere
0: else or get your own
1: policy. That's right. All right,
0: Nurse Gang, you heard it here. Thank you so much, Joe, for being on my podcast today. I really appreciate your time. My my pleasure. My
1: pleasure. Congrats to you and your success. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye now.
0: Thank you for tuning into another episode of We Are in This Together. Make sure to follow me everywhere at APRM Beauty or click the link in the description. Until next time, later.